0: Welcome to Nintendo Dispatch, your weekly Nintendo podcast covering all things from the world of Nintendo. I'm Christina.
1: I'm James. And I am Michael. I almost forgot that I was here. (laughs) Forgot your name there for a second. I was (laughs) lost in the Pacific Northwest smoke. I was like, oh, where am I? I can't see my microphone. (laughs)
2: Uh,
1: I also found out last week that, you know, my excitement for all the Mario stuff was so exciting and so enthusiastic that I woke up the entire house. Oh, no. We're going to be quiet. I got to yeah. be quiet today. It's quiet. My it's, Mario. it's quiet. <laughs> I am usually not that loud. And we have like, you know, noise stoppers and stuff. But apparently I was real. In fact, listening back, I was I was pretty exciting.
0: Yeah, excited you were. Then, yeah. You were very excited. Yeah.
1: Still excited. That's good, though. That's still, good, excited. Though. still excited. Maybe still you, just, excited. you just need to be quiet or excited. That's all. Yeah, I know. Every time like I get a link from my friend Jesse, he'll be like, here's the Best Buy link of the Mario Kart Live. And I'm like, oh, my God, Please go to pre-order i need it right now i need it i'm like constantly refreshing mario.nintendo.com like i need my my points for my games like come on come on nintendo and then that's my life so
0: you know what else is exciting what more documentaries
1: i like documentaries
0: (laughs) so it turns out that uh Console Wars is a new documentary coming to CBS. It's based on the Blake J. Harris book, Console Wars, Sega, Nintendo, and the Battle that Defined a Generation. Uh, It came out about six years ago, but now it is going to stream exclusively on CBS All Access. Uh, It's a full feature-length documentary about Nintendo and Sega and their battle, and it's going to debut on Wednesday, September 23rd. And I'm personally really excited about this because... I actually found that episode of High Score the most interesting so far. I mean, I have two more episodes left, but I really, really enjoyed that episode of High Score. Mm. So it'd be cool to kind of get a deeper look into that
2: yeah. story. I, I'm excited yeah. too. I have not read Console Wars. I, I think I would actually like to read it as well, but um mm we've talked about high score a few times and this was a good episode. It was really interesting to see. Yeah. There was a lot of content there that I just wasn't aware of and mm-hmm. sort of the thinking behind Sonic and how they, you know, it was a very step-by-step strategic plan in order to take down Nintendo or at least compete with Nintendo. So it was really cool mm-hmm. to see that. And I'm excited to see more of that and more of a
1: fleshed out, however long this is, but I'm, I'm excited to check it out. Nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I mean, I own this book. I haven't read it of course, because you know me, I don't read, Books. <laughs> but um, I do own this book uh, and it's sitting very beautifully there. My my, my old manager um, wrote or read this book and he said it was, it was pretty pretty good. And I don't know if he said it was one hundred percent. Like did he said there might be a few things that he was thought was a little bit off. But um, in general, he said it was very very well written and very good. There's a bunch of books that are mm-hmm. out there that are like super duper good. I do own this one. I'm excited to see it as a council war um, documentary from the book but however you know cbs all access this basically yeah. means that nobody's going to see it yeah you'll never build a watch yeah one. yeah pretty much I'm, is what i am
2: be hearing. able to get something on this and, and be able to check it out but <laughs> It's being made, and I and I, I'm totally like like I said with with High Score. I hope we get more High Score as well. And I like yeah. seeing sort of these behind the you know something on just Nintendo, like we've talked about. I think a few episodes ago, how that we would like to see something like that too. And mm-hmm. um, so mm-hmm. maybe with this happening, it seems like there's a lot of interest in it, and they're doing well, and a lot of people are talking about them. So we might see more of it. Yeah, that'd be
1: nice. Well, and I also just sent you a copy of the book, both of you in the mail, so oh, that'll be coming oh soon. My oh my
2: gosh. yes beautiful so now we can read it and watch it yeah Um, bonus now we talked about the rumors about the potential for the switch pro and all of that well there is a new maybe uh, a new patent that may be leaning towards that people at least think that and it's something nintendo excuse me, it's something that Tendo has filed for and it's a standalone, or at least it appears to be a standalone Joy-Con. The new patent revealed that they were looking at this new Joy-Con. It has no, um, I guess, uh, what would it be called? Like no rail on the side to switch, to go onto your physical Switch. Mm -hmm. So people are thinking, could this be something that goes towards the Pro? Is this something, maybe the Switch Pro is going to be a TV only version of the console and this is going to be your you know, Joy-Con that goes to that because you no longer need to clip it on. Other people are thinking that this is a Joy-Con that's going to be for the Switch Lite because obviously you can't remove the Joy-Cons on that. So this allows players to play those games that require a detached Joy-Con, which... I'm hoping, if anything, that's more the direction of it. I don't want mm-hmm. a TV exclusive switch. That's my personal take on it. I just don't want that. But my guess is that this was just a patent they filed and it's going to probably go nowhere. Like many of the ones we've seen in the past, there's been quite a few actually. There was like that folding thing that that was going to clip onto the Switch that went nowhere. There was a few of them where there was like a weird Joy-Con that kind of had a, an angle to it so you could hit the buttons. But it was mm-hmm. kind of like this weird, I don't know, like hockey stick shaped looking Joy-Con that went nowhere. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if this just does more of the same. But the idea that it maybe could go for the light seems to make a lot of sense to me anyway because I know that's a limitation with that device
0: hmm. yeah I was thinking it's probably more so in the direction of the switch just because there aren't any plus or minus buttons on it anywhere that yeah. they show hmm. so you wouldn't really need those if you just need the joy-con for specific motions and things like that for certain games sure. so yeah
1: I don't know I feel like just I feel like there's already really, well already too many controllers and too many configurations and I, I kind of hope that it's just a prototype because it looks very similar to the existing ones that are yeah. that are out there and maybe even mm-hmm. some third party ones. I mean, it would be um, nice, I guess, to to have it. But you think of the switch light and it doesn't really need separated ones because it doesn't even have a joy, like a, joy, a kickstand. Right. You yeah, can't exactly. like set it up. But like, what are you going to do with it? And so and then obviously the the switch itself doesn't need one. I'm really hoping that they keep it the same model mm-hmm. and same shape and sh- same everything because that'll just sort of be what i expect and yeah. i don't need a third look to be confused like oh there's switch light there's switch and the switch pro mm-hmm. and yeah. they all all three of them do different things and then you know you're like okay well i mean you could see the other thing which is like oh okay like maybe maybe in a world where you're just like let's get a switch pro and it's just the center part of it and like swap that out but then maybe that doesn't have I don't know. It all seems weird to me. Like I don't know. Just don't do it. What do you guys think of – Because when I was researching
2: this, there was a lot of comments in some of the various articles and people talking about a TV exclusive Switch. What do you think of that? Do you like that idea? Is that something you're itching for? Because in my opinion, the Switch is the – it's the console I want more than anything else. The idea of this thing being – dockable and on the go in one i would love to see nintendo continue to push that idea maybe make it more powerful maybe do whatever they got to do the form factor could eventually change and it shift and it evolves but that direction to me is super exciting versus a dedicated home console yeah, and a secondary mobile console you know what i mean i the idea of it being all in one it just seems like the future as opposed to having these old school sort of docked like exclusive
1: devices mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I, I agree i agree that's that's what i want that's why i have it right that's yeah. why it's my that's system. why it's my
2: favorite it's my favorite
1: system
0: yeah i was reading through the comments in the article too and i saw that a lot of people were it was mixed but the people that were pro for a docked only switch said that getting better graphics and a more powerful machine kind of cancels out the fact that you can't travel with it Personally, I don't agree with that, but because yeah, I, I think agree. that's ridiculous. It's not a switch anymore, and then you're competing with Xbox and PlayStation, which doesn't make sense. Like trying to compete with them with a Switch or any Nintendo console is—it's not really competing, <laughs> to be sure. honest.
2: I think a lot. So of, I, I mean, think it
0: would be stupid to go that direction. But well, look at
2: games like, uh, you know, Witcher Three is a perfect example. I've been playing that, and yeah. I got it primarily on the Switch for no other reason than it's the 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 way I would be able to play it the most it's a 400 mm-hmm. hour plus game if you play through everything and there's yeah. just no way I can dedicate that much time in one spot I need to be able to go places with it and play it on planes and cars and doing wherever I'm traveling to and that's that's why I think a lot of people prefer it you know if anything that's a selling feature not a not a hindrance I would take the you know the the graphic sort of hit and still be able to go mobile with it so it, it's so odd to me that it's it's like an older way of thinking about something to be able to say no i just want the better graphics and have it sit on my desk or whatever
1: yeah yeah i mean in in, in and then just like christina said you know you know they're going to be competing against the xbox sure. and, and the playstation right and they you know microsoft the company i work for not the division i work for you know Put out information about the 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 price and the yeah. you know, expected yeah. release date of the new Series S. I think it's called, and there's a Series X, mm-hmm. but apparently the Series S is like tiny. Like I'm yeah. seeing photos of it like it's online, beautiful. and mm-hmm. maybe I'll buy mm-hmm. one of those. In my God, well, yeah. you know. I think I mean, it's beautiful. I should support my own company, but like you know, again, TV screw space. I only have so many HDMI ports on my TV, and one of them is <laughs> yeah. I have one for video games, and it's a Switch one. You yeah, know? yeah, <laughs> and um, <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's, and it's there, so I could I could put the Xbox and swap it out of another dock at my over here. But you know, that thing is going to be two ninety nine or whatever, right? Yeah, and, which is crazy, and yeah, that awesome. is gonna that's gonna be in the Switches thing, right? So. I can't see them coming out and saying, we're going to do a dock only, lose one of the most important features of this thing and try to sell it for the same price because that will be the end of the sales for the Switch. Yeah. Yeah. No, it would be direct competition. Yeah. So you can't do it. Yeah. However, maybe all hope is not lost because maybe we are going to get those 4K games on our Nintendo Switch. (laughs) Anyways, um, with this pro system, apparently Nintendo has been Working and reporting and asking uh, developers to make their games 4K ready, whatever that means. Um, and this is for you know different sources from VGC and a bunch of other different websites saying that you know hey the, the new claims that the new Nintendo Switch will be capable of 4K graphics. You know the speculation here though is that you know Nvidia just announced tons of new chips and new graphics and things like that, and the Tegra chips, the, the newer ones actually can do a bunch of um, AI upscaling to up, upscale your your images and your graphics to 4K output, which is similar to what um, other consoles do when you're, or even Blu-ray players can upgrade and upscale to, to 4K, and um, which is very similar technology there. So the rumors here are that, you know, it's not gonna have native 4K, which I can tell you, it, it, I mean, I, don't, I couldn't imagine it having native 4K and doing all the things we wanted to, yeah. it doesn't make any sense. Again, be amazing it's an it's a nintendo switch it would be amazing for 299 it's like and it does everything the xbox series x does (laughs) right and it's 299 and it's and it's a portable like what is it how is it what is nintendo doing how are they doing this Um, um but you know in general like the idea is that you know it'll probably just have upscaled 4k which again for for most people i think is fine it is definitely fine if you're playing it on a tiny little seven inch screen by the way yeah it doesn't need to be that high resolution and um, I don't even have anything that can run 4K. The highest resolution monitor I have is 2K, so I don't <laughs> – sorry. Sorry, 4K people, but, like, there's not even – I don't even know what content is out there. Like, every once in a while I see a 4K YouTube video, but, you know, it's compressed. It's not like it's a real thing. Yeah, My, my drone yeah. can only do 2K footage, so I don't know. Yeah. Yeah
2: it's not something I need and that certainly isn't a selling feature I think you know you get your frame rate up would be a bigger selling feature to a lot of people and but for whatever reason throwing out the 4k seems like oh that's it's gonna be in 4k I don't need that I just want it to not look like a potato when I'm playing a game you know I don't want it to be (laughs) see six frames a a second or something like make it just look buttery smooth and I'm more than happy I don't need this I don't need 4k I don't even have a 4k TV well I Yeah,
1: switch Two can can do that like yeah yeah sure five six years from now Mm -hmm. and maybe even my 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 brother-in-law came over he's like still have this tv huh and i was like till it dies until it dies you know it's like i ten. well it's nine years old it's an original you know panasonic plasma before they stopped making them and it's beautiful and it was Mm -hmm. That TV costs like a thousand dollars. Am I gonna spend another thousand dollars on a right. TV? I don't you know, I got uh, invested once and I want my stuff to last. Yeah. You know, I swap mm-hmm. things
2: out when they break, not just simply because a new TV came out thing. and I'll never even see mm-hmm. a difference. Like yeah. I won't I e pers- I won't see it. I I know I won't. I go to and I look at people that have four K TVs, I've seen their stuff. I'm like, yeah, it looks cool, it looks like a TV. Uh I don't know, whatever. Yeah. You know, I mean if 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 this one breaks then yes, that's probably where I'll go. But that's only because it's like future-proofing for the next however many years. So mm-hmm. I, yeah, I'm, I'm with you on this one where I just don't see a need for it.
1: Yeah.
0: Same, yeah.
1: Uh, well, in bigger and brighter and more awesome news, just like my brand new copy of Super Mario 3D All-Stars is preloaded and ready to go on my Nintendo Switch and my physical copy is going to come in because why did I buy it twice? Who knows? It is literally, though, the second best-selling game on Amazon which is crazy because it doesn't come out for a week and you know until like a few days after this podcast comes out um, but literally four days after the game was announced it became the second best-selling game on Amazon it's already outsold The Last of Us 2 and Paper Mario The Origami King in the UK on Amazon it's the seventh best-seller game of the year and it's so popular that people scalpers of, of the world that are going out and trying to resell this thing are trying to say it's limited release and limited edition or are trying to sell future copies of the game at higher prices which means it's going to be bonkers i mean there's tons you can everybody can pre-order it online i don't know why i'd pay anything more i don't and know it, yeah. and it's only limited time it's not a limited release or a limited edition but i could see this game maybe being the best-selling game of the year i'm just calling it right now i mean besides animal crossing i don't know this may sell more copies than animal crossing in my personal opinion
2: probably in a shorter time because i think that the limited window is doing exactly what nintendo hoped it would Mm -hmm. you know it's driving sales because people see that limited time frame and they're like i need this right now and Also, the the people trying to like sell this on eBay, what scumbags? I'm sorry, but it's still available. What are you doing? You know? I, I mean you're you're trash every other time of the year as it is, but the fact that you're trying to get people while you can still buy it at its normal price. You are a scumbag, total yeah, scumbag. You, you just buy it
1: on your Nintendo Switch. It's on the yeah. eShop. I don't yeah,
2: understand. I don't even get it. I don't understand. You're trying to <laughs> trick people. I feel bad for like the parents that just have no idea, and like they have a kid saying, "I need this," and they're just, I don't, I don't know. I guess it's limited. I got to get it for <laughs> 150 bucks. You know, I <laughs> gotta just feel get bad it. for those people. But I think it's pretty cool. I think that it's doing exactly what Nintendo was hoping it would do. But I think you're you're right. This is going to be it's going to be huge and uh and and then good for nintendo you know i mean that that worked
1: out yeah i like think how many times will they sell sell us mario the same
2: game <laughs> the over same and over
1: i don't i don't it, you know uh, uh, you know a lot of other companies have tried this right you've seen these collections that come out and some of them do fairly well i think the halo collection did fairly well mm-hmm. i definitely bought mm-hmm. that but you see a lot of these collections like it's not the same level of, like how is are these games and like by the way like I'm not saying I'm super hyped on Super Mario Sunshine, right? I'm definitely hyped for Mario 64. But how many times have I bought Super Mario 64? About 10, right? Yeah. Yeah. And right? like I mean, that's yeah. how it is with all of them. And it's astonishing. I mean, I do love it. It's 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 a it's a testament to Nintendo's game-making capabilities that like literally every every 10 years, they'll be like, well those people had kids so now now you know now i can sell it to them again i mean look at all-stars
2: we're talking about 3d all-stars but they came out with an all-stars you're buying super mario brothers one for the 200th time like amazing i mean they Uh. continue to you're absolutely right i think they've got like three games they just sell it every year over and over and over again yeah
0: that's why they market to families Exactly. You do i they, mean it's they, they smart it works for them
1: yeah. because yeah. it's generational right who doesn't love mario and then i mean besides michael and then you know <laughs> it, it keeps going and it, it's crazy to me it is mind-boggling and it's funny because we on the podcast we'll t- we've talked about before like you know n64 games and playstation games they just don't really you know hold up and then we're like i'm like mario 64 i'm like oh my god this stuff's a basic thing <laughs> like i can't wait i'm such an idiot but i love it oh my god Anyways. you know, it's, it,
2: it, it's those things. It's like when you're a fan of something, you, you just got to have it. Does it, it was funny. I was listening to a couple other podcasts that were talking about the release and they said the same thing. They're like, you know, is it worth the price? Probably not. is could would we have liked to seen more? Like, you know, they have this library of content regarding, you know, like we saw with the leaks. You've got stuff that's, you know, this was gonna be in there but never made it. Here's some conversations back and forth in the creation. Here's some concept art. None of that makes it into these special bundles, which would be so great if they did add the value to it and show us the behind the scenes. And here's how Mario was gonna look, and then here's how he became and how he evolved and all this. Like that's what the fans really would love and appreciate yeah. and it's like they were dead on when they were saying you know why isn't this in there this is the 35 anniversary can we just get something that celebrates the character not just the rehash of the game and then all of that said they're like yeah we're still buying it but <laughs> like that's the problem right you have mm-hmm. the one thing where you're like well why was doesn't nintendo do this Because they don't have to, they don't have to. They still sell it. it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, they still
2: sell it. So it's sort of like that paradox where you're kind of on the fence one way or the other, but you still you still buy it because you know why not? It's it's a bundle. I don't have it on a Switch, and then when Switch Two or Five or whatever comes out, they'll say, you know what, Super Mario 3D All Stars Superstars is out, and it's like (laughs) I'll buy it again. I'll buy it again.
1: I'm in. (laughs) Oh my goodness, what's next?
0: Well, <laughs> well, moving on. Uh, so last week, we got a lot of Mario news, which, you know, 35th, it's fine. It's cool. Mats is excited about it. But we this week or well, last week, I guess, when the podcast comes out, we did get a little bit of Zelda news finally, but it wasn't really the news that I was looking forward to. And I don't think Michael is looking forward to either. But they announced that Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity will be launching on November 20th. So this is gonna be set 100 years before Breath of the Wild and players can experience the great calamity that influenced the events of Breath of the Wild. Um, so at the end of the video, the uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild Zelda producer, A.G. Aonama said, you'll have to wait a little bit longer for the long awaited Breath of the Wild sequel. So at least we got a little bit of something. I've never played Hero Warriors. It doesn't really sound like the type of game I would be into. But I will say it's cool because it's in the same style and everything. It feels like it's part of the Breath of the Wild universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I appreciate that. I appreciate that the, the two teams kind of work together to make that happen. I don't know if I'll be getting this game, though, because you know how it's going to end. <laughs> well, yeah, right? I mean, I,
2: I will say, though, that this is a essentially a prequel to Mm -hmm. breath of the wild so Mm -hmm. while it's a warriors game and i've never been a really big fan of those that like that series i'm i'm very torn by this because it's not only does it look beautiful you know it's it's Mm -hmm. what we know of breath of the wild same art same everything but it's also a prequel to the story so if nothing else we know that this is our prequel we know that breath of the wild 2 then is probably a sequel because if you're already covering the prequel in this I doubt yeah. Breath of the Wild 2 is going to be more of that prequel story this is going to be the great war that led to Breath of the Wild and then Breath of the Wild 2 is going to be a sequel which I'm super excited about that's that's pretty cool but yeah. I'm, I I while I'm not a big fan of warriors like I've never played the original High War War. Dynasty Wars wasn't my thing. like Those games just aren't my thing. I kind of feel like I need to get this because I want to see what led up to it. Even though I know the end, it's like when you went and saw Titanic. You know the ship sinks, but Mm -hmm. you want to still get the story. It's still an amazing tale. Um, So I think that this is going to be something similar where – how did Darth Vader get to be Darth Vader, right? Like, how did this all seem to happen? And True. you're gonna get that in this, so I am excited yeah. about that. It's more Breath of the Wild Zelda that I, I I want, but when I saw it and they opened it up and they're like, You've been wanting Breath of the Wild news, it's like, Oh, oh, high rural warriors. I'm like, Oh, you son of a bitch, but anyway, it's it's cool. Um, I mm-hmm. am looking forward to maybe playing this and um, just got to get past that warrior something. but I've heard good things about it, yeah, so yeah. I don't think it's a bad game. But I just I want to get that prequel,
1: that prequel fix. I mean, mm. I, I gotta say, I, I you know I do agree with all, with both of you on the Warriors thing. I think I own the first one, but you know me, I haven't played it because I just buy everything. <laughs> but you know, that was the the re the re release of the the Wii U game. That was yeah. the deluxe version of the Hyrule Warriors. And again, I'm not a huge Warriors fan. It's all about huge things. And that was sort of like they're like, hey, we're putting zelda and zelda characters and link into a warriors game this to me hyrule warriors age of calamity feels like a true prequel like you are saying michael just in a different Mm. vein and in this this to me is like hey we're actually getting a brand new zelda game because every bit part story is unique i mean it is telling us the story of link and the four champions Mm -hmm. um that we assume are the ones that are in those huge, you know, things that we're unlocking and undoing. So it's like uh, to me, yeah. there's a lot of love that went into this mm-hmm. game. I mean, there's they're like, you know, here's here's Nintendo, right? And they're like, hey, um Koe Chemco or, or whoever, right? They're like, um, yeah, you know, and 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 uh W force so like here's all the here's all of the the Zelda assets. Like here you go, have fun. Like mm-hmm. what company does that? It's crazy to me. Yeah. But um yeah. to me that's the only thing is It's going to be very different of a Zelda game. However, I feel like there's going to be so much love and passion in this just from the trailer. I'm just like blown away. I'm like, I want to know now, like what? Maybe I'll finish Breath of the Wild before November 20th when this comes out. Who (laughs) knows? Just so I can get it. There you
2: go. I mean, I I completely agree with you. Like Hyrule Warriors, when that first came out, it felt like, okay, yeah, you cram Zelda into a Warriors game. That's cool, cool, but this does feel like... From what I saw of it, it seemed like there was way more cinematics, way more story crafted into this than just sort of a, you know, a, a hack and slash game. Yeah. And so that's that's why I'm I'm, I'm on the fan. I want to I want a little more news, just a, like some gameplay stuff. I don't I'm not super familiar with this, so I want a little bit more, but I, I'm kind of leaning towards getting it like I, I want more Breath of the Wild.
1: I'd love a demo. Just a little
2: yeah demo, here and yeah, there, yeah. demo would be cool mm, for sure. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we'll see. <laughs> Now, something else that I am have always been a fan of and I'm excited to see is we are getting, it was, it was rumored and then officially announced, Roller Coaster Tycoon 3 Complete Edition is coming to the Nintendo Switch. This is being developed by Frontier Developments, which if you are familiar with them, they did Planet Zoo, Planet Coaster. They also did the Jurassic World Evolution, which I believe was recently announced for uh, Nintendo Switch. All great games. I've I'm a huge fan of Planet Coaster and Planet Zoo and Jurassic World Evolution. So I'm excited to see this. Now, this is a dated game. Obviously, it's originally Mm -hmm. released on PC in 2014 but they said that this is packed full with enhanced visuals and optimized controls so Mm. i'm sure it's gonna be you know it's gonna work hopefully and i'm sure they'll do a good job you will get both the soaked and wild expansion pack and it launches september 24th for 30 dollars a little a little steep it seems like but uh, if you're into any of these games, then maybe you would want to check it out. Maybe, again, a demo would be really cool just to see how well it functions on the Switch. Because I think I like these kinds of games, but I do think the controls are always the weird, clunky, potential problem area for these games.
1: Yeah, I agree. I'm a huge Roller Coaster Tycoon fan. Um, you know, My main problem was after the first one, it sort of got a little out there. I just mm-hmm. love going back and installing the first game. And playing it over and over again. Me too. Time, yeah, <laughs> it's just so good. And by the time Roller Coaster Tycoon 3 came out, it became a little bit more 3 D and a mm. little bit more, you know, out there um, and less of what was in the first one. So mm. I while I'm excited why this is here, you know, it's sort of like sim city has evolved over time and at some yeah. point those sim city games in the middle like sim city four is like okay it's okay but like i'd rather just go play the first one again mm-hmm.
2: until like yeah. maybe the
1: most recent one right and then you're just like oh let's play city skylines because it has everything i love about the first one and you didn't add all this extra junk yeah. right yeah so but mm-hmm. It's good that it's coming. I like that frontier developer developments are doing it. However, like you said, I sent a video out because Jurassic World Evolution was announced for the switch. And I kind of would rather be building my Jurassic World. Yeah. And then instead of a roller coaster in 2020. Yeah. Just for sure. You know, I've, I've 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 built a lot of roller coasters in my day mm-hmm. virtually in tycoons you know, (laughs) as a, as a tycoon. And now I want to go become
2: a coaster tycoon for many a year, as they say.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So I'm pretty, I would say I'm excited for that, you know, and it'll go on sale. If it goes on sale for like 10 bucks, I'll buy it. Why not? But I think you're right. Controls are wonky always on these things.
2: Yeah, I think I'm with you. Jurassic World Evolution would be a higher up for me. I have played Jurassic World Evolution. I think I have it on you know, Steam. I have it on my Xbox. And now I'll have it on my Switch. Uh, speaking of Nintendo <laughs> and buying things 15 times. Um, but... I I think it's cool. I definitely will give this a check. I don't know if I would invest $30 in it initially. It it would be probably a sale item for me Mm -hmm. Um, because when I play any sort of roller coaster game right now, honestly, Frontier, their Planet Coaster is so good. And now that that's on Xbox and I've been playing that on Steam, that's just where I go when I get my my roller coaster amusement park fix. It's so well done that it's hard for me to go back to something else. But I do love that this is coming to the Switch. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean. it's a good sign that uh, working that Nintendo working with Frontier Developments, mm. and I'm hoping that it means Planet Zoo and Planet Coaster will come to the Switch, especially uh, with the 4K and the extra like processing power that is hopefully going to get. That I could see that happening.
2: I I could see it if they give a hard, a better uh, like a more higher uh, po- more powerful Switch. I could yeah, see more, Planet Coaster, but in their minutes. current Switch, I. I don't no. know. It'd be tough. It'd be tough. I think, mm-hmm. but who knows? Who knows? Planet coaster. If, if you're a fan of any of these games, though, definitely check it out. That's that's a that's a uh, dispatch exclusive
1: uh, recommendation for you. There you go. <laughs> All right. Last uh, not the last one, but we got some Animal Crossing news because why not? We're back on the train. I gotta boot this game up. I'm telling you, I'm missing out. <laughs> yeah, um, it's <laughs> i'm like oh my goodness i need to boot this puppy up It's it's been a long time however we did report on this earlier um you know lego does all of these um, ideas which means that uh, people can submit their ideas um to nintendo and in fact you know that's how a lot of different like cool um, sets come about and, and you can buy them limited. like the ghostbusters one and stuff like this. And they can be off of properties. And then Lego goes and figures out how to license things correctly, you know? And, and I think it's led to great partnerships, right? We've seen at least on in on Nintendo, we've had the super Mario sets, which I still need to put together and the NES system, which I still need to put together. Maybe, I don't know. It's just sitting there. It's really big. Um, it's scary. It's like, I don't <laughs> know how <that laughs> many hours in a day. It, it, those 2,600 pieces are staring me in the face, mm. but, um, you know um for Animal Crossing um Nintendo um uh, or people submitted uh, some ideas of maybe do Nook's Cranny and these are now under official review which is really cool in the latest series uh, 35 ideas made it through review and um it's one of them which is really really cool so that is cool. we should see there's a bunch of other ones we will we'll link in, into there about all the other ones that have been submitted um i really want to see the house from up i think that would be awesome mm-hmm. um, but yeah nooks crannies in there they, they 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 want you know maybe the the, the creator of the original set that, that submitted the idea of micro modeler maker I was like man it'd be cool to get like timmy and tommy in there as an official you know one it would be cool but man mm-hmm. these sets look cool even I don't know, people come up with these these things off the top of their mind they build them and submit them and and they're cool. They're definitely yeah, really and cool. But I think
2: that's so great a Lego to even consider things like that. It, it's such a cool way of funneling in ideas that maybe they haven't thought of themselves, where they're saying, well, let's see what people will actually want, and people are contributing to that. And then the the fact that this can actually be a thing is mm-hmm. is pretty great of, of yeah. Lego to even consider. You know, and, and I I'm kind of becoming a huge fan of the fact that we've got so many game and Nintendo related things things happening with lego that you could essentially have a whole that could be your new collecting item you Mm -hmm. know what i mean it's like not Mm -hmm. you know you don't think it it just have to be nintendo stuff but now it could literally be almost just nintendo lego related stuff that you could (laughs) be collecting and you'd have quite a cool collection going so it's really good really awesome to see that happening uh another thing we do have a little bit more animal crossing news this is a limited time seasonal item so if you want you can now have the moon on your floor and that's a moon rug I should say so you're going to now have a moon shaped rug this runs until the October 8th it's cost 2000 bells which I probably got a billion of them anyway so why not I'll put that moon right next to my <laughs> earth one or maybe it'll go in my arcade be cool if it lit up and glowed that would be awesome if you turn the lights out and the moon glows at <laughs> night it looks and like
0: it does it kind of did like so i was like oh it'd yeah. be really
2: cool if it glows at night cuz that oh, would be awesome be cool. in an arcade and uh, so, yeah, you can you can snag that right up and uh, enjoy the moon looking at the moon.
0: Yeah, I haven't turned on the game in a while, so I didn't realize either that they have the, that like cute grape basket, too, for mm-hmm. seasonal items that looked cute. But yeah. yeah, if anybody has seen the moon rung, it, it, I, I saw it looked like a cookie.
2: It does. Yeah, so it kind of looks like even a cookie. if
0: you're doing like, yeah, even if you're doing like styling a little bakery or something for your island, it would be <laughs> yeah, a, good a good, a good way to put in there. Yeah, it'd
2: be a good way around <laughs> it.
0: Yeah. And then our last little bit of news is also Animal Crossing related. Uh, If anybody is a fan of Sylvan Esso, I am. uh, They recorded their song Ferris Wheel from their album Free Love. And they did an Animal Crossing music video of it. And it's very, very (laughs) cute. They use uh, custom fireworks to show their logo. And it's like, She's like dancing around like festival things in a popcorn machine. So it kind of feels the same because uh, Ferris wheel, the, the actual music video, she's like on a Ferris wheel and like going around. It's it's very, very cute. Um, and I'm, I didn't know this, but they aren't the first person to do a music video like this. Apparently there's a music called Sad Alex uh, who also did this for their song Hypotheticals, which I didn't check out. I still need to, but I saw that, that they were the first ones to do it, so I, I needed to include them in there. Um, but no, we've got a lot of news, like musicians and actors. There's people who have been recreating Midsummer in Animal Crossing as well. Um, all the fashion designers and like Chanel and Prado, whoever doing those fashion shows and politicians now. It's crazy to me how Animal Crossing has almost become this thing. Like, it's not just a game anymore.
2: Well, beyond the game. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah, it's, its own yeah, thing. It's really cool. Game.
0: Yeah that's cool
2: i i, I mm-hmm. checked out the little music video i'm a, I'm a fan of sylvanesso mm-hmm. as well and it was cool to see yeah. i, I like that i was kind of hoping though it, it makes me a little sad that they have another video i was hoping this was the video like this me is just too. what goes me on too. and this is yeah, when people look cool. up the video they're just like what the heck is this animal animal crossing video if that was like that's just it they're just like oh that's that's our music video now
1: yeah that'd be cool
0: and the then for bad. like older people to be like why do they animate what it is like going this? on like- here <laughs> this makes no sense
2: to me yeah but i I love it i love seeing that stuff hopefully we'll see more fun little animal crossing related crossover i'm sure this is not
0: the end of it oh yeah Yeah. (laughs) Um, well that does it for our news this week and that brings us into our top 10 bestsellers in first no surprise we already mentioned it super mario 3d all-stars second is earthworms I personally have never heard of the game before. It surprised me. That's funny. Uh, I, I
2: actually played that. It was, it was a demo. Oh, it's a did? very weird game, but uh, it, occasionally it pops up for like a dollar or less. And I've mm. always tempted to do it. It's like a um, sort of like a point and click weird mystery game. And it's very, very odd, but kind of intriguing at the same time. I've just never gone back to it. But yeah, if you wanted to check out Earthworms before, I'm assuming the sales price still going. You could download the demo or just buy it for whatever the dollar it is.
0: Yeah, it was probably like the $0.69 sale (laughs) that seems to happen. Um, And then third is Animal Crossing New Horizons. Fourth, Donut County. Fifth, Minecraft. Sixth, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. Seventh, Mana Spark. Eighth, Mario Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Ninth, NBA 2K20. And tenth, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. And that is it.
2: Nice. So that gets us to new releases we're into this week and Mots has us checked up crazy. What do you got,
1: Mots? I got on September fifteenth, Fight Crab. Ah, oh, fight crabs, it's crabs. that fight. <laughs> da, 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 da. This game's um Ridiculous! It's by Mastiff and Kalapa Games. Uh, everything about this game is amazing. Um, you're a crab, and it's claw to claw combat, and an absurdly hilarious must play game. And the trailer is all set to like really crazy, like Japanese, like like. Pop music or something. <laughs> Anyways, there's all these crabs. There's all sorts of different crabs that you can imagine. They have all sorts of different weapons, like drills and and lightsabers and and nunchucks and, and all sorts of craziness. And you got to take them out. And you you can like ride different like animals. Uh, there's 34 stages through seven chapters of crab mayhem. It's only 1999 it's great. There's also a photo mode to capture share and immortalize epic um, confrontations and intense battles. So if you love crabs as much as I do, you can grab Fight Crab right now and get it going. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> I, I, I requested a code and I'm really sad if we don't get a code because I sort of need to experience this game. There's online play by the way. so I mean like this this is not just like you know thrown out there. This is a legit game about crabs that fight and I need it more need more cool. crabs <laughs> it's funny
2: i saw this i'm like mods is going to love fight crab i'd even have to <laughs> click it first crab. as soon as i read it he i'm like nailed. yep that's a mods game and then i open them like oh yeah oh yeah he's gonna eat this up
1: <laughs> this is good it looks good yeah. you know yeah. crabs are like awesome they're they're my favorite like little crustacean in the world mm-hmm. they're just like so you know i don't like spiders but like crabs are like spiders of the sea but like they got they, they do crazy stuff you know there's mm-hmm. a, their 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 articulation is 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 unique i love it
2: yeah oh, i like the gosh. little video of the one walking around with the knife it, that's what made me think of this
1: <laughs> <laughs> so right. i gotta check for
2: uh september 17th we've get we're getting another kingdom rush this is kingdom rush origins we've talked about kingdom rush uh a few times i think one and two came out. This is the third installment of it. It is a tower defense game. Really, really well done. I have played these on mobile. It's coming out. It's $11.99 right now. So it's something worth checking out. If you are a fan of these Kingdom Rush games, they they are super well done. So this is just more of that, more of that fun. So check it out. Boom.
1: Oh, I have one more, too. Look at this. Oh, yeah. Super Punch Patrol is coming out on September 17th as well for $4.99. Um, this is awesome. This is from the same developer of Gunman Clive. So it's in the same sort of hand-drawn sketched art style. And this is a side-scroller beat-em-up, a uh, two-player as well, up to two players. Um, and if you like that, I'm sure it's a two-hour game. You know, it's the yeah, same, yeah, sure. same as Gunman Clive. But, um, you know, they have short descriptions. It's a class on beat-em-up, but it's in this cool art style. All the games that this developer has done before have been super duper good. I love Gum and Clive and the the re-releases and Gum and Clive Two. They're super great games, um, just unique to the point, and you get exactly what you see, and they're well done. You know, and 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 I'm going to definitely pick this up because. I want to support that developer, and, and I want more Gunman Clive in my life. So
2: yeah, I I thought this looked just like uh, Gunman Clive mixed with Double Dragons. Mm. That's what it made me think of—that old school 2D side-scrolling fighting game. And it, it's cool. It's really well done. It looks really good. I, I don't. I think I would go Gunman Clive before this. But I had to I had to call it out as well, just because it does look like it's really well done. And I know a lot of people love Gunman Clive. So I would assume the same sort of level of passion went into making Super Punch Patrol. Yeah. Well, that gets us to everybody's favorite segment in the show. you playing? Christina, I want to have you start.
0: Well, I don't really have much to report on wah, for the wah. Switch. <laughs> um, I bought The Sims 4, and that's basically been controlling my entire week. So... <laughs> Sorry, Switch. No boy. <laughs> no.
1: It, did you buy? now Sims Four has like a thousand different expansions. Like, what version mm-hmm. of Sims Four did you buy? And like, what?
0: Um, I got the deluxe version okay. because it was on sale for like thirteen dollars, and it comes with cool hats and the deluxe version. So why not? I guess. Yeah, um, I think it was the and- hats, the
2: the Christmas stuff.
1: The Star Wars stuff? No, Does it Christmas, come with the Star the Wars stuff? No. no.
0: So this is what I figured out. Let me tell you. So I had to look into this because usually with the Sims, their expansion packs in the past would be like $40. But then I looked into it and I saw that there were some expansion packs that were 20 some that were 10 and some that were like 50 So I was like, what is the difference? So the $10 ones are stuff packs. Stuff packs oh. are just like furniture, hair, things like that. Now, the $20 packs have a little bit of new gameplay, so the Star Wars pack is a $20 one, and it's going to be $20. It won't go up, it won't go down. What they announced it as is going to be the price, that, and that's the reason I looked into this. I was like, why is this amazing expansion only $20? <laughs> so they usually have it's like stuff that's in stuff packs, but there's also some a little bit of added game functionality um, and a lot of skins and things like that. But the fifty dollar expansion packs add all new like gameplay experiences, new um, areas to go to, uh, new environments, like all like new gameplay things. There's like one where you can get pets and and cats and dogs and stuff. And I think that's one of the like forty dollar ones um, because they had to like basically create new models and stuff for these animals. And I it makes more sense when you looked in when I looked into it. So, um, but I got the tiny home stuff pack because ikea stuff oh, that's cool that's cool <laughs> um and the Tannier christmas thing. they do have they do have a free expansion pack when you first get the game and that's all christmas holiday stuff mm. so just letting people know just to look around for it it's there and it's free you just have to click on it to download it um, oh my but gosh. Uh, i'm loving the game so much i it, it basically in high school or in college I would play this game and it would become my life for months um, because I would just get so addicted to playing it. I can't explain it. And that's basically what has happened this week. But because I'm an adult, I have to stop playing it and like go to bed and, do adult
2: <laughs> and I'm teaching. Stuff.
0: So I, I have to grade and, and yeah, like actually do work. <laughs> which has been no. terrible <laughs> but uh no i love i love the sims games so so much so it's been really fun to get back into and relearn everything in the sims 4 and um we were talking to some friends the other day about uh it walking animations and how they're in this game and they're ridiculous <laughs> so
1: I I mean, they need to put this out on the Switch because I know Heather would would really enjoy it and like it a lot, too. So Mm -hmm. it's out on other consoles. So, I mean... It's on console.
0: I've tried playing it on console, and personally, I hated it. No, no. it's... Yeah, games like this, even, like... It's the same issue I have with games like City Skylines, Hmm. where you almost need to be able to, like, use a mouse to, like, click on things, and it makes the experience so much easier and less frustrating. There you go. Yeah, but Mm. I just... Stylus? i
1: can't sim stylus yeah they, no. they could have It has a it has the little
0: diamond on the top of it oh that'd be cool. cute yeah, be cool. that's yeah. cool
1: there's so I many things in this game it's crazy i mean i used to play the yeah. original one way back in the day so that's cool that you're liking mm-hmm. it and there's it's cool that I'm you can also it. I'm explain not just it <laughs> yeah, it's, it's also i appreciate the explanation <laughs> of stuff versus game versus expansion versus bundles yeah so, there's so many things that would be helpful buy. wow <laughs> Wow yeah EA really got it's it It's
0: perfect for you you love buying things This is right
1: I, I do love buying things you know me so well um <laughs> one thing that I'm playing that I didn't have to buy because it's a free download is Mario Kart Tour I'm trying Ooh, to understand when it, huh? when I get the credits um uh, yeah I, d- I redownloaded it because you need a credit to get the um pin pack or whatever and yeah it's super good I mean you know they've added new features there's new tours it's basically the same game there's a new currency in it though it's like a green thing and i don't really know what that's about but um the new menu the menu layout's really nice they they now by the way have it so like as you're completing things um you you unlock tours as you go however um there you are also have the ability to unlock um as you get stars to unlock the 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 what are those things called the the tubes, the, the warp pipe, um, mm-hmm. launches. So before you could only buy them, you know, and you can still buy them, but, um, you can now just unlock different pipes basically as you go. Well, there's that's like four, nice. four pipes that you can unlock by getting stars and there's a gold pipe, which you can also get somehow. So, so there, there's a, a little bit more like here's some more free stuff that they've given you right now. It's really cool because it's the, you know, super Mario, uh, tour so there's classic levels and like eight bit mario and stuff like that in it which is really cool but it's still the same game i mean there's multiplayer and there's shops and all this all the shenanigans but it's it feels like they've definitely added more stuff to it and they've done some more stuff and there's tour gifts that you unlock so there's there's more unlockables things to bring you in which is kind of cool um overall and and yeah i really sort of appreciate that um but i'm just trying to i'm trying to unlock my uh unlock my goods so hopefully hopefully it it has an update on the website so i don't know how it works but i played some rounds it's good i did try landscape mode and i kind of like portrait mode better to be honest with you
2: so yeah okay yeah Yeah, i haven't i haven't gone into it really since all that stuff changed i i I mean i I was enjoying it for what it Mm -hmm. is you know it wasn't it's not bad but i would like to check it out especially the fact that they're if they're being a little bit more generous with what you can earn versus buy i think that that's kind of what was lacking from it. It seemed like mm-hmm. it needed a little of that.
1: Yeah, and that's what so I think they've cool. added a little bit more in there just to do that. So yeah, it's good. The game's nice. evolve, so it's nice.
2: Sweet. So for me, I've been playing a few things. I've been playing Witcher 3 and Fortnite, as as we already know, and I actually started playing Civ 6. I've had it on my Switch for quite a while, and it's funny because we've been talking a lot of these games where you know you, you're used to playing them on a computer and then playing it on the switch and how well does it port over and Civ 6 is phenomenal on the switch it's it's really really well done i don't have any you know the ui can be a little cumbersome but for the i mean it is super super enjoyable i'm really enjoying it and and with that i'm also playing it on my computer so there's some stuff cause I'm new to six. I've played a lot of five, but I never really did much with six. Um, so there was a couple things where I'm learning it, you know, like at first I couldn't hover on stuff. I didn't understand, like, how do I get a hint at what this is and basically just hit the minus and then when you hover on stuff, it'll pop up and say, this does whatever It fortifies or this moves you or whatever you need it to do. So it's all there everything that you need is there all the dlc is in this um there is no multiplayer which is super unfortunate i mean there's local multiplayer and there is hot seat which is like multiple people playing on one switch but there's no um online multiplayer which i think is unfortunate because my cousin plays a lot and i would love to kind of go back and forth with him but unfortunately that's the only thing i can see that's missing from this version so i'm really really happy with it really really enjoying it Uh, The other thing that I've been putting some time into was under the Jolly Roger. We did mention last week that I've been playing that and i i think i got enough to give sort of like my take on on this game um the basically and I, and I can't remember if i had mentioned it last week but basically it starts you right off that you you load up the game it starts you instantly in the middle of a battle you're battling this other ship once you defeat that captain once you figure it out because there's nothing telling you how to do anything so once you figure out what the heck is going on and you destroy this ship that you're randomly fighting the defeated captain calls upon the power of a kraken to take you down so you you get nothing you're like you have no ship you have nothing and then when it opens up you're basically at a harbor somewhere on a new ship with a new crew and like you're trying to rebuild so that you can go after this monster and take it down that seems to be like the gist of the story it's there's not a whole lot to it so hmm. in order to learn the game Even though you're an experienced captain, apparently, you go to like the academy and get quests to teach you like, this is how you battle, this is how you shoot cannons, this is how you do this, this is how you do that. So it was a little clunky right off the rip. And that kind of put a weird. Like, oh, no, when I started playing it, I will start by saying there are some really good things about it. I think that the sailing in the open world that they promise is well done. You do feel as if you're sailing from location to location and you'll come across battles and other interesting locations as you go like islands and you know other enemies and you will be able to battle them out a lot of people will complain that the pace is too slow but in one respect i don't mind that because when you do get to a port i feel like you're rewarded it's like you actually were at sea for a long period of time like you just didn't see anything you're just kind of like trudging along and then you do get to port. you're like i did it i made it i made it through all those battles whatever happened i made it there um that's one option for traveling the the most people are probably going to use the map so what happens is you can do an open world and just sail to locations or you can open the map and select a spot and your ship automatically just kind of goes to that spot and along the way little icons will pop up and say like pirate battle or something will go on and you can either just ignore it and just keep on sailing or you can go to battle and then you jump into a sea battle and It's a little weird, a little clunky, but overall, the sailing is as promised. It's an open world. You're sailing around. I will say the orchestral music that plays while you're sailing is pretty epic. It feels good. It sounds good. You get the sound of the ocean and some clanking and stuff of the boat. It's kind of cool. I do like the ship management... of it, I think it, it could use more, but I like the idea of having options like am I gonna shoot you know the chain uh cannonballs which hurt the sails, or am I gonna shoot the dynamite, which hurts the hull or kills the people or whatever. I like that aspect of it. I do like the control of that and kind of dictating what I'm gonna do. You can control your crew, kind of, so it's a little clunky. You basically gain you know new uh people from your crew whether you go to a tavern or you pick them up after defeating another ship and it's and it basically shows you a uh, like a cut a sideways cut of your ship and you've got guys up in the sails guys on the deck guys underneath by the cannons and then people down at the bottom that are getting healed up and you basically just put them where you want them and if you put more people on the sails your ship can handle better if you put more people on the deck you you know you do you go on board easier if you do more people down at the cannons or something you may shoot faster so it, it's effective but it, it it could have been way better it could have had much more management to it and then the um the only other thing that i thought was really interesting was they have these items that you collect and it gains functionality as you collect it so i would come up on battles and see other ships but had no idea how strong or weak they were i had no idea of anything until i collected like a looking glass and then once i would see a ship off in the distance i'd look through the looking glass and it would start giving me specs like x amount of people as the crew this is how many cannons they have and that was really cool and there's a lot of little items like that so you can call on weather effects to take damage and there's a little bit of sort of magic elements brought into it those things were really really cool and that i loved once that started happening unfortunately there's a lot of bad that's brought into this game um overall and i mentioned this last week it's very muddy just graphically it just it just doesn't do it it's everything's kind of got this muddy look there's a ton of pop-ins and weird graphic glitches like i was literally sailing through islands and then all of a sudden when i'm halfway through i can't even see my ship anymore i bumped into shore it's like I don't, how is this, what is going on here? Like it, it, you know, the ocean is going over your boat. It's like you're sinking, but you're not sinking. There's just some really bad graphic type stuff. Um, The UI is small. It's not very intuitive. There's no, like I just mentioned about Civ 6. Once you turn it on, you can hover over things. And it says, you know, this does this, this does that. There's nothing like that in this game. So it's just a matter of repetition until you learn the UI, which I don't think is the best way to do it. There's a lot on the screen at one time and because they don't do a very good job at teaching you there should at least be some sort of hover state so at least you know what you're clicking before you have to click it because i i, I went on things that i thought were like my crew or something like that and it just wasn't very clear what was actually happening there is a third person sword fight which is handled so poorly and is so clunky. You really have no clue what is going on. And the way you, you enact this is you take down a ship and you'll get a, like a ring next to them. And you can have the option to either just shoot cannons at them or board them and fight them one-on-one with your crew versus theirs. And I, I, it, it, during Sid Meier's Pirates, I always opted for this because that was like, I would challenge the captain. It was a way for me to quickly end the battle. Plus I got all the gold, the crew and the ship. I didn't have to sink it. And in this game, it's so clunky that it's you you run the risk of losing because not because you're not good, but you don't know what's happening. Like there was a section and I tried to grab a video of it where my guy just floated through two ships like I I wasn't doing anything. He just kept floating and I don't know what was going on. It was really bad. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, it's it's funny to play, but at the same time, I'm like, what is happening here? And then when I looked this game up on Steam. You know, like I said, this came out in 2016 on Steam called Tempest. There was a lot of the same complaints. So I think for me, the biggest offender for the bad is that you didn't even it, like work on the stuff people had been telling you for the last four or five years is broken. You just put out a port, change the name and didn't fix any of the complaints. All of these things that I'm talking about as far as being glitchy and you know bad third person have been issues people reported on when the game originally released. So why did you think you could just release it again, change the name and have it be okay? So that to me was the biggest offender of all of the bad was the fact that you just didn't do anything with the feedback you had been getting for years. So all of that said and done, mm-hmm. this was really tough. I really love a lot of this. I do like a lot of what they have going on here but that that being the the lack of you know taking people's feedback and the weird changing of the name and then all those other glitches and stuff i i ended up giving it a two and a half out of five so i think there's a lot of potential but it it just needs it needs some love and it, unfortunately i just don't think it's ever gonna get it but uh that's what i got for me hmm yeah. It was What's kind of a shame. Day? It was a tough one. It was a really a bummer for me because there's just so much there that I liked that I, uh, it was, it was like really tough for me to give it such a kind of lower score than I was hoping.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, it's, it's, it's cool. I like, I really enjoy that. The, obviously they gave us reached out, gave us a, a code and stuff like that to give it a look, but it seems like it's halfway there. Hence fire yeah, score. It needs more so. time. These, you know, and and I will say, it, it, to listening to the feedback is for some reason through the years, see battling games in this vein um are hard. like they yeah. they're they either uh, the most amazing thing or they sort of sit in the middle, you know mm-hmm. what I mean like there's it's really hard. like obviously sea of thieves even had a very rough start right and, and it's kind mm-hmm. of come along and mm-hmm. it's like very good. It's a different type of game, but a lot of these open water, you know themed games, just don't hit for some reason it's just i think it's it's also hard to make out of these games super fun too do at the same time so yeah
2: it's yeah. i think this is a, a a very much of a niche right because like i said the, there's gonna be people that are sailing around thinking like what is going this is so boring and mm-hmm. in reality that's fine for me because i always thought that same thing with sin myers or even some somewhat with sea of thieves i think sea of thieves is less you know you're sailing and it seems like it goes quicker but in in a lot of ways that sailing pays off when you get to where you need to go. Because in Sid Myers, I always felt like my crew was getting hungry. You know, I was trying to make sure I had enough food on board, make sure they were happy enough because I had to sail all the way to the under, other end of the ocean. And it was like, am I going to make it? Am I going to make it enough to get there and have them still want to fight with me so that I can get more treasure? And then if I did make it, I felt like an actual explorer. Like we did it, we made it. <clears throat> and, mm-hmm. and this one, it just falls... You know, I don't mind that, but I think that, that, like you said, that's something where it's not for everybody. And Mm -hmm. and graphically, I could have got over all of that stuff had they tweaked it where, you know, you hit an island, you actually hit the island. You don't sail halfway through it. If those things were fine, this would have probably jumped up to at least a three and a half, maybe even a little bit more, um, just to fix the glitches. Because there's a lot there that's good. The bones are pretty good, but it just, oh, man, what a
1: bummer. Mm crazy yeah well thank you for the in-depth review i'm i'm ex- i'm still excited to kind of see it and try yeah. it though for some reason
0: yeah but hopefully they know. come out with an update at some point because i mean if if the glitches are as bad as you say they, they have to come out with something, some sort of fix eventually, because otherwise I, people won't buy the game.
2: <laughs> I don't I don't think so, because like I said, no? people complained about on Tem- for, with Tempest. It had the same problems. And, you know, this is just a direct mm-hmm. port of that. So they didn't fix it for the port. So why would they? I don't I don't know. It's weird.
1: Yeah, it is fascinating. Like I'm looking at Tempest on Steam and they have done updates over the years, like, in you know, in, including like June of this year to come out and and do some stuff based on suggestions and feedback so Mm -hmm. if it is just a port maybe it bundles all of the different updates and different um, expansion packs from tempest into this again i do think under the jolly roger is maybe a better name than tempest pirate action rpg but Mm -hmm. um in general so maybe that's what their their theme was for it maybe they Um, just
2: I don't know. It's weird that they changed it because they figured people already knew it. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah. you know, the reviews aren't terrible on Steam. It says mostly no, positive. Yeah. But it's like funny. You'll go through and the ones that are, are bad or are like they're pretty bad. They're like, this feels like a mobile game type stuff. And, you know, mm-hmm. this first person says I bought it on sale and I felt robbed, which I would say. I mean, if you get it on a sale, you know, you might be you, your opinion may totally be different than what mine. But those, there was those certain things that kind of ruined it for me
1: yeah yeah uh, well i also want to say though like tempest is also another game from a long time ago too so like i think (laughs) also like changing the name is probably probably good at the end of the day so um anyways well that's i'm i'm glad you got to play it more and got to get more in depth so it's pretty pretty cool so oh my goodness we had a
0: we had a listener who really loved your under the janky roger name (laughs) yeah yeah i saw that
1: (laughs) All right, well, I think that's going to do it for this week's pod. Anything else for from you, too?
0: No. Nope.
1: N- no. Nope. All right, cool. Well, you can find us everywhere on the internet, nintendodispatch.com. We have a Discord. we got a Twitter account. we got uh, Twitch accounts. we got all the things. Just head over to nintendodispatch.com. And if you like this podcast, leave us a review or just share it with a friend. We'd appreciate that. Well, that's going to do it for this week's podcast. So until next time, this has been your Nintendo Dispatch.